Let's get straight to the point. Today is January 6th, 2020, and we're making history because this is episode one of Queer All Year. Hey everybody, it's Kat Jones, creator of Queer All Year, and this is episode one, which means this is the beginning of history. I'm here with my producer, Mick G. That's me. Who also happens to be my brother. And we are both from Topeka, Kansas, which you might recognize as the home of Westboro Baptist Church. I'm sure you've all heard of them. We've had to live with them our whole lives, and we got a little tired of them getting glory. So now we're going to get some glory, hopefully. I got interested in doing more in my community and especially more for the queer community the day after Trump was elected, really, is when it started. I was crying in public in my favorite taco store, and I thought to myself, I can either jump off a bridge right now or I can do something to make the world better. And a month later, I was offered a job at a quality house. So I knew I had to take it. I thought it was the universe talking to me. And I think it, I still think it was. Hiring an employee was a bit of a, an experiment. They'd never had an employee before. And I had never worked for a nonprofit before, especially one so small. So after about two years, we decided that I just didn't feel comfortable using donations to pay my wages. And we weren't necessarily not bringing in donations, but it's a small enough charity that I wanted all the donations to go to the programs that they should have and the founder agreed with me. So I moved on from Equality House at that point and I spent quite a while looking for a way to be active in the community without it. Since leaving Equality House, how have you managed to stay active in the community? Well, I first found the Beacon Youth Group, which is a youth group for queer youth between 12 and 18, I believe. And once you hit 18, you can technically stay on as an adult sponsor, which a few kids have done, and it's been pretty helpful. I love Beacon. It has been eye-opening to me. We didn't have anything like that when I was growing up. It was just the theater kids kind of knew that we might not be straight, but no one really talked about it. There was a time that one of the theater kids kissed one of the ROTC kids under the bleachers, and that was the talk of the town for about a year. So that that's the atmosphere I grew up in. I love being able to be there for kids and hear their struggles and their, their successes. They just have such a different perspective than I did because we've finally brought ourselves out of the closet and let the community know that we're not just going to sit here. This new generation that had to sit around in the Topeka High Theater and hope we didn't get picketed is coming up making sure these other kids don't get picketed. I was also recently elected to the board of a local charity called Capital City Equality Center. I'm the secretary, and we have a lot of big stuff planned. Our biggest thing is that we're an equality center, and we don't really have a center. If you want to go out and check out CCEC on Facebook and see the good that we're doing, and maybe either plug us where you want to or 
donate, that would be amazing because we don't have a center for the center. My favorite project of ours is our clothing bank, which I think is really important because we provide clothes to gender non-conforming and transgender people. And there's no other place in town you can get that. We have homeless shelters, we have other clothing banks, but we've had so many people turned away from those places because they just want to be themselves. And they can't be themselves because these places are really religious and we live in Kansas, so that makes sense. So it's just really important to me that we have this clothing bank. Okay, so you've been thinking about doing this podcast for a long time. What spurred you on finally? It was a thought in my head for a long time, but getting on a lot of podcast Facebook groups really made me see how much it was needed because I love history podcasts. I love history podcasts, but it never really touched on queer history. I finally joined a group for the A Paranormal Chicks podcast, which I would like to plug because they are pretty much directly responsible for me deciding to take this on. They have an LGBT specific group that I joined and I met my friend Andy and they totally made me do this. They made me realize that this was absolutely a thing that I could do and was absolutely a thing that was needed. I started talking to Julia at Hutchison PFLAG, which is considered one of the best PFLAG organizations in the country. And she was just over the moon about it and she gave me so much energy. I was so excited. She was talking about how much it was needed and it just made me realize that this really is an important topic and it really should spur on people throughout the country, I hope, to look closely at the people around you and not only see history as history, but see the people around you who are making history. And that was the biggest thing I think that finally pushed me to make this podcast is the people who told me that there are people making history right now and you're friends with them and you know them and you should put them in the history books. So this is my history book. Speaking of people making history right now, we actually have our first interview lined up, which we're really excited about because we weren't sure how long it would take us to be ready for interviews. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I'm really excited and I want you to be excited, but it is a really great program. I guess you can call it a program. He's someone I really admire and I think he will provide a new perspective for everyone listening that might be kind of surprising. He changed my view on a lot of things and I hope you at least get some new perspective out of it. I'm not actually sure when that interview will drop so you'll just have to hit the subscribe button and find out then. Speaking of subscribing, it would be really helpful if you could ask someone you love or someone you know or just some random person at work to subscribe. The best way you can help us spread the word and get more people involved is by hitting that five-star review on whatever you're listening on. It really helps people find the podcast and I think it's a really important project. I hope you do too and I would love for more people to find it. You can find us on social media as well 
everywhere. We are Queer All Year Pod, except maybe Twitter. Twitter has blocked us for some reason, and I'm hoping by the time this drops, we'll be cool. But if not, I will update you with our new Twitter handle. If you'd like to be a hero and help the podcast out a ton, you can become a monthly donor on Patreon, or you can make a one-time donation on PayPal. And that is queerallyearpod at gmail.com. We're going to have a contest for the first 20 people who donate $20. You're going to get a prize. We have not yet decided what that is. So join our Facebook group, Queer All Year Fam, where I'm going to put out a poll and you can decide for yourself what you would like. All right, Kat, as we're wrapping things up, is there anything you want to say? It sounds a little weird, but I always tell everyone that I believe there's a universe inside everyone. And so you are the most important thing in that universe, but I also think you're the most important thing in this universe. Every single one of us is making history every day, and we all have to contribute to it. So just remember, you're important, and we love you. 